Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. So hey everybody, welcome back. And once again, uh, for the second time, I am joined with Dr. Trina Reed. Hi, Trina. Hi, Steve. Uh, for those who are new to this episode or this segment with uh, Dr. Trina Reed, uh, we focus on sex and marriage. Um, so to get started here. Yes, uh, it is possible to have sex in marriage. Yeah. It is possible, Steve. And it's very important. I think this is one of the things, um, you know, just when conceptualizing Hitched uh, a couple years back, uh, one of the things that kind of irked me was that sex and marriage was just like this big joke and, and everybody just made fun of it when it's such a vital part of a relationship. So Absolutely. Um, so I really, you know, it is a fun topic to talk about and all those good things, but I, I do take it seriously and obviously you do as well. So I'm, I'm very happy to have you uh, doing this podcast with me. Well, kudos to you, Steve, for starting the magazine and, and, and be initiating a conversation around sex. I think that's just fabulous. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, so let's get started this week. Um, the the question, the broader topic that we I'd like to discuss is: uh, Are you having single or married women sex? Which uh, is another column that uh, you have uh, written for the website. Um, first off, what is single woman sex? Well, when you take a look at how pe- people in general are socialized to have sex. It's a very limited socialization. So how you learned to have sex. Um, and my generation, which is the Gen X generation, mm-hmm. so I'm 38. Um, my parents, they did their best, but they still couldn't talk to me about sex. So when I was learning to have sex, it was by trial and error in the backseat of a Chevy. That sort of, you know, and, and it was very much a hurry up and figure it out because I've got a curfew at 10. A lot of people, their sexual socialization happens between the age of, of 14 and, and 19. Not that they're necessarily having sexual intercourse, but they're going through the, you know, um, kissing and petting and all that. And we learn uh, very young some pretty bad habits around sex. Now, the thing about what we learn about sex as a single person, it works very well when we're single. So there's three components to single woman sex. And this, is, this can be for men as well. Okay. Uh, the first thing about single woman sex is when we're learning to have sex, we learn that we have to go for the goodie. So, I, you know, the three main body parts, um, breasts, uh, vulva, penis, you know, and, and we rub these places on the, on each other's body. And when you're a young person and somebody goes in and starts grabbing your goodie, Steve, yeah. now you have to admit, it feels pretty darn good, <laughs> especially when you've got all these hormones going, ripping through you. I mean, it's just heaven when people start grabbing at us. So we learn very early on just like a, it's like a Pavlonian response. When I touch you here, it feels amazingly good. The second thing about single woman sex is um, North America very much focuses on orgasm as a goal sex. Okay. So the whole point of having sex is having an orgasm, isn't it, Steve? That is. That's what well, that, well, at least that's what we think. Yeah. So when, when you go, the whole point of grabbing the goodies and, and doing all the things for this person is to give them an orgasm. And when we're single, 
and then we're, when we're with our long-term partner, orgasms are fabulous. But this, the problem with orgasms, uh, once you get into a long-term relationship, especially for women, is they become less and less satisfying. Women don't necessarily want only to have the orgasm. It's a very body-mechanical way to have sex. The third thing about single woman sex is, and I, and I, this is not a feminist statement, so please, men, please don't get your knickers in a twist. Uh, sex is all about the man. So if you take a look at the whole purpose of having sex, it's to procreate. And so in order to procreate, the man must ejaculate his semen into the woman's vagina. And, and we have intuited over thousands of years, in order for sex to be successful, the man must orgasm. And so what women have naturally done over you know, thousands of years is to put themselves second in bed. Now, with women's emancipation in the 60s, and the women, uh, you know, the feminists fighting for our rights with sex, things have changed. But that's, you know, we're, we're taking 30 years as opposed to thousands of years, and we still, women uh, still haven't caught up in the bedroom. So although we're emancipated in a lot of other places, we still haven't caught up in the bedroom. So single woman sex is um, grabbing the goodies. It's all about the orgasm, and women come second. Now, what happens when she goes into a longer-term relationship, we'll say married, yeah. This this type of sex becomes less and less satisfying for her. Okay. So in 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 terms of affecting uh, the sex in the relationship, um, how how does it affect it? I mean, you mentioned that it becomes less and less satisfying. I guess what uh, what can what can a couple do about that? Well, so what what tends to happen is, uh, you know, women women are natural multitaskers, which is fabulous for everywhere but the bedroom. So a lot of times. After the first initial two years of a couple being together, they have what I, the first two years, they have what I call the love drugs running through them. So it's that euphoric state of being, you know, infatuated. And what these love drugs do is put you at a, a heightened state of arousal. So women's libido is, is already there. So she doesn't have to do much to get her to kick in her libido. Now, after two years, it's gone. And and so they had both the man and the woman had been relying on this their libidos to have this amazing sex life. It's no longer there, and and so she's and and not only that, but the couple they start prioritizing different things. So after two years, they they come up for air in their relationship. They start making going back to their friends. They start looking at uh, their work. You know, they start focusing on different things, and so they become more and more disconnected. And when it comes time for sex, because a lot of women are such great multitaskers, they come into the bedroom, they don't have an on-off switch. Whereas men, and I'm not blaming men, poor men, they get, they get such a bad rap. But men have an on-off switch in the bedroom. Women don't have that. So they, a lot of times when they start, when sex is initiated, their brain's going a thousand miles an hour. They're disconnected from their body. He goes and grabs for her goodies. She's not getting the same type of satisfaction. He is doing his very best to give her an orgasm. She's not necessarily there yet because takes that's why they say, you know, women need, you know, ten at least ten, fifteen minutes of foreplay to calm her brain down. If she's not getting that or if he's just going to give her an orgasm, it's not 
doing it for her anymore. She doesn't know how to communicate that to him. And so um, she just says, you know what, let's make it all about you tonight, honey. And, uh, you know, so then he has an orgasm and, and she feels resentful. Now, it's not his fault. It's not her fault. But if that type of um, pattern keeps going on between the two over and over and over again, she starts building resentment. And, and what happens for too many couples in a long-term relationship is if this resentment isn't addressed quick enough, she will start avoiding sex. And um, that's when that's when the, the uh, their sex life starts to go sideways. So a lot of women say to me, they don't want to have sex. It's the want to factor. But once they have start the sex has been initiated, they're in the middle of sex. They're thinking, you know, hey, this isn't so bad. But they don't desire sex, and that's the problem. So when you say to me, uh, how does this single woman start sex start affecting? the average couple's sex life, it's because it's body mechanical and it's all about the guy. Women and men don't know how to address this. The resentment builds up and it's the resentment that stops the sex, not necessarily the sexual act. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting too because that drop in libido after two years coincides with divorce rates of under five years. So Yeah, the, the absolutely. Yeah, so if we take a look at usually couples end their relationship after two or three years because they, they're not riding this wave anymore. Yeah. And now what is uh, married woman sex then? Well, really quickly, married woman sex is, uh, first of all, making uh, women making themselves a priority in bed. Okay. So women say, well, you know, I don't know how to do that. And, and, you know, making themselves a priority outside the bedroom is a good start. Um, so making a prior, making yourself a priority. Number two, understanding that your libido uh, is very, you cannot count on your libido after the first two years. You have to look at your sexual desire and your sexual arousal. So really quickly, sexual desire are the thoughts that go on in your head. So okay. um, women, when they think about sex and they're in this resentment place, when they're thinking about sex, they're thinking about it in very negative terms. So if if your if a woman's foreplay is, you know, an hour or two hours of oh shoot, it's been a week, two or three or four since we've had sex. Now I'm going to have to have sex with him. So let's just have sex. We're going to have sex tonight. I don't want to have sex. If that's if that's her foreplay to sex. Uh-huh. She's not going to want to have sex. It's not rocket science, Steve. Um, so it's the thought. So it's looking at the thoughts you have around sex, and sexual arousal, which is understanding how her body works to get aroused. Now a lot of women are so disconnected from their body, they have no idea uh, what their arousal state is. And a lot of times, the reason women don't enjoy sex as much as they could is because they're playing out single woman sex. And they're not being as aroused as they should be. Therefore, they're not enjoying sex anymore. So a lot of couples say, we don't have a libido. <laughs> of course, you don't have a libido. It's your sexual arousal and sexual desire. Now, the third thing about married woman sex is um, women creating a space in their life for sex. A lot of times women think of sex as a chore. Uh-huh. And when I talk to groups of women, I say, just imagine your life exactly the way it is right now except for 
you look forward to sex. That's the shift in, in thinking. And uh, so it's, it's creating a space no matter what you have going on in your life and, and looking forward to the sexual act. So that's basically what married woman sex is. Okay. And, well, I guess if you could offer, Trina, one tip for uh, women out there uh, to start moving into married women's sex, what would that one tip be to get them started on that path? Well, I would say it's getting real with the baggage you might have created around sex. So it's, it's coming to terms with have you actually built up uh, resentment towards sex. So it's the want factor. So when you are in the mood for sex and you, and you want to have sex, um, you know, is it the sex, the, you know, the physical act of sex, or is it the resentment that you've built up to sex? And, and that's the first place that you need to start in order to move into married woman sex. Okay. Well, everybody out there has a homework assignment now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Well, I think that's going to do it for us this time, uh, Trina. So thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. My pleasure, Steve. And for everybody else out there, you can get uh, more information uh, from Dr. Trina Reed at bestsextipsever.com. Um, you can also look forward to a book coming out in February called Till Sex Do Us Part. Um, super busy women can love sex after marriage. So we'll all be looking forward to that. And uh, we'll speak to you again soon, Trina. Thank you very much. Thanks, Steve. Okay, bye now. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.